What's up, everybody? We're back. <laughs> we are back. This is the long haul, obviously, from the intro that you love and adore, as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're back. We're in week two. Yes. We did a week one summary. and It was a great episode. It was. And you're not going to believe it, but the dog ate it. We're pretty positive. That's the only explanation we have. Right. Because it, it goes on to like this <laughs> chip. I record onto this little chip and I set it on the kitchen table. And then? Completely disappeared. Yes. And because we're doing no technology after seven, I was watching a movie. It was actually pretty good. I think it's called About Time, Mm -hmm. where this English family, the guys can travel in time. Time travel, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I had my alarm set for seven. Seven happened. And I just started cleaning. So Vito was like, I'm going to clean and I'm going to find this chip. Guaranteed it would turn up. up. And I'm like, babe, I know, I know I'm losing my mind a little bit. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You don't have to like agree so readily. We we can agree. Yes. No. A little bit. Um, I can be forgetful sometimes, but I know exactly what happened because I was about to work on it. I was going to upload the podcast. I had just uploaded my Miraculous Mamas one. I was going to upload ours, so I had the chip out, and Jovi wanted me to pick her up, so I picked her up, put her on my lap. She grabbed it, and I was like, oh, nope, you can't have that, and I took it out of her hands, and I set it back on the table, and then I was like, I'm not going to be able to get computer work done with her on my lap, mm. so I just stopped working, and then it was her nap time, so I went and put her down mm-hmm. for her nap, and gone. that's the story. Unless what ghosts. Unless there's ghosts in the house. Ghosts could be ghosts that just wanted that chip. Yeah. Well, um, if we ever find it, we can upload it. But, I mean, I feel like we need to recap some of it in case it never happens again. The only thing I can remember from it was that you were having tech withdrawals and were cranky for a couple days. I don't even remember that now. Yeah. And then... um, I was not cranky. Yes. Which we, we... We'll find it. We'll upload it. But I have a question Unless for you. Unless it's in Hutch's poop. Well, I'll look through it. I have a question for you. Can we... I have a couple things about the recap. Do you want to come back to no, it? No, go or? ahead. Yeah, okay. recap. Um, If I was cranky, it was like, oh, uh, no. I Here's the story. I remember now. My sister Nikki was coming into town, and I left my glasses at her house. So I'm like, I need to text her to remind her, but it's after 7, so I can't. I was like, babe, remind me. And you were just kind of being a smartass about it. And... And I was like, well, I can't text her. And then you just like to push buttons and make the situation worse than it is. Can I tell my side of the story? Whatever. So you were like huffing and puffing in bed. And I'm like, what? And you're like, well, I need to text Nikki that my glasses are at her house, but I can't use my phone. So now I'm going to forget. And I go, oh, no, God forbid, you can't use your phone. Oh, like you just came so strong and heavy because and that was like that was like that was like the third time you had said, oh, if only I could use my phone as if like I'm forcing you to do this. Mm. It was not like that. Yeah, that's all right. But then you stopped. But I've been fine. And it's been great. So the review of week one, though, because we get like um, the screen time alert and both of us were down 21 percent. Yes. Which is a huge amount. Yes. So, loved seeing that. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I feel as if I'm sleeping better. Mm-hmm. Because usually I just like 
scroll in bed looking at nothing or like watching, or watching YouTube videos yeah. and I, I'm reading a little bit more, like a couple pages a night mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm going to sleep faster. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I am or not. I never felt like I had trouble sleeping. Me neither. But, um, I mean, Jovi doesn't sleep, so I'm up throughout the night anyway, so I, mm-hmm. I can't really tell a difference. And be, yeah. with pregnancy, like sometimes it happened with Jovi, like I get insomnia and I had it in the first trimester, then it kind of went away and now it's back. Like I'll just, if I have to get up with her, like one time I got up with her at like four in the morning, went back to bed, tossed and turned until I heard your alarm go off mm-hmm. at like five, mm-hmm. tossed and turned. She woke b- back up at six. And yeah. I'm just like, I've basically been up since four. So Oh, the last three nights now, I've woken up at 4 a.m. wide awake. And I'm not going to bed any earlier. Yeah. I wonder if it's because of this or if it's stress-induced. <laughs> Could be either. Could be either. Um, But I was thinking that you'd be proud of me because the other night when you were bowling, I decided to take a bath. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed to take like an Epsom salt bath because... I'm limping because my hip. I'm basically like an 81-year-old mom. Um, and I normally, when I take a bath, I just put on like friends. Every once in a while, I'll put on music, but usually just put on a show or I end up just scrolling on my phone. But instead, I read and it was really nice. Yeah, And I was in there for like ever because I read a couple chapters of this book. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been in the bath for over an hour. And it's a beautiful thing because I got home yeah. and you were like, blah, 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 blah. did you know this? Did you know that? Like, blah, blah, blah. Don't you think that since we've started this, I talk more at night? Yeah. Like when we crawl into bed, you're like, shut up. Yeah. And I'm just like. Yes. And I think that's a good thing. I think that means. We're connecting more because usually yeah, right, you're you're, like, I'm on my phone and you're on yours. And then we just kind of go to bed. Mm-hmm. It's a horrible way to live. Yeah. But Roll over, kiss each other. Good night. Yeah. And now you just yap my ear off, which a part of me loves, you know? And a part of you doesn't. And a part of me is like, shut up. Here's a side note. So here's the thing. Sorry. Okay. I want you to shut up, but I want you to snuggle me too. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So it's good. Yeah. I know. You're like, babe, I'm going to sleep. Well, because like, you know me. When I make up my mind to sleep, I'm sleeping. That's <laughs> I'm just it. Just leave talking. me alone. Yeah. Um, here's a fun fact about Vito and myself. Ooh. Uh, in the morning, if he like just wakes up and I'm talking, 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 he's like, stop. He oh, has to yeah. wake up. He has to like get going, wake up. So if it's like in the morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, hi. Da, 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 da. He's like. I can't like you have to stop talking right now. Yeah. And whereas like me in the morning, I'm just like, la la la. Like even if Liz I get wakes up with a smile on her face, like even morning. if I get like no sleep, I'm yes. usually there. I feel like every once in a while I'm cranky. I haven't witnessed it yet. But for the most part, I'm you usually wake up with a smile on your face. And it's, it's the weirdest thing. I thought it was <laughs> it's super the weirdest cre- thing. I thought it was super creepy at first, but it turns out to just be super sweet. You didn't and think it yes, was creepy. When we first got married, I remember you would try to wake up when I woke up and like, help me get my lunch together or something yeah and mind you it's like 5 30 in the morning and you are talking and i <laughs> for me i need like my my day is so hectic so loud with like machines you and enjoy the peace and quiet of I the morning i need it i don't enjoy it i need it yeah i need to like 
because too, I'm also thinking of the day ahead, what mm-hmm. needs to be gotten, what needs to be done, what need, you know, tracking all the things before I, you know, start my day. So I need the silence to just kind of ease into the day. And God bless your soul. You would just talk and talk and talk. And I'm like, <laughs> I think a couple of times I was like, Liz, I love you, but I need the silence in the morning. And you were like, okay. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Quiet yourself. Yeah. Now you're just like, shut up. It's morning time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's before a certain time. With love. So do not talk to me. Yes. But even like on the weekends when you like sleep in, if we sleep in and wake up and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. You're like, we just woke up. And you know what, <laughs> and you know what I think that is? I think because my mind runs a lot yeah so i have to deal with the fast talking in my mind i'm not it does i'm doing blah 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 but that's not really how i talk babe y- you really do when you get on your rolls mm-hmm. you just talk <laughs> and you don't like wait for mm-hmm, oh yeah oh really you i could say no sounds yeah and i think i tried it at one of our road trips i tried i timed it and i was like i wonder how long she'll talk if i do nothing mm-hmm and it was like, it was like over 10 minutes. No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which I think is a gift. I think it's a beautiful gift. Yeah. I, babe, I need connection with people. Like I love Do conversation. Do you feel connected when you're just talking at somebody? Yeah. Because I know that I know you and you're a listener though. Mm-hmm. Like inherently you listen. Yeah. Normally you do give feedback and it's feedback that I know you're paying attention. Like normally it's not just like, uh-huh. Yeah okay cool right like you're usually invested in the conversation and so and i think even sometimes like even if i know you're not i'm like whatever i'm just talking to myself out loud like yeah (laughs) (laughs) just gonna talk to myself out loud here and it's fine but now like i said the other day i'm i'm with a one-year-old all day Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh another adult like (laughs) hi Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah yeah i appreciate it just not in the morning or when you're falling asleep yeah so have you cheated with the challenge yet um when you were bowling i looked up that i was trying to do that southwest thing and it was after oh, seven okay. but the, the deadline was that night yeah because Vito found this thing where if you signed up and booked a flight by the certain date you could get like a free buddy pass and we thought it was for like a year but it was for a month mm-hmm. so i was like looking into it trying to do that and then realized it was only the month. So. Yeah. I think I, that was it. And then the one night I texted my sister. What? Oh, I yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The night I went bowling, uh, I used it to text you. Yeah. You kept texting me. But it was to text you. So it was connecting. Yeah. I figured it was mm-hmm. for us. But uh, yeah. yeah. And then I don't think I've I don't think I've done it. I love this challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Oh, and one thing that we talked about the first week too was that we hadn't even turned on the TV during the first that week, first yeah. week. We were also like really busy. We had people in town and whatever. Oh, you watched F1 in the morning. Mm. Um, But we just didn't really turn on the TV. Whereas yesterday and today, I, I turned it on in the afternoon. Yeah, I remember I remember you were watching Friends. It was either today or yesterday. Today. And I was like, man, it's been a while since I've heard these voices. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy not hearing them. 
I know. I love it, though. When I lived with Charlene, she'd be like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be the death of me. Uh, it is. She's like, you just watch the same thing all the time. Charlene and I should write a book about you. Oh, my gosh. What it's like to live with Liz. A lot of people could contribute. Um, it's pretty easy, babe. So w- what have you found to be the most beneficial so far for you? I think realizing how much time you actually have because it's like, oh, I don't have time to get this thing done. And it's like, oh, well, when I put my phone down, I do mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. Like even just taking a bath and reading a couple of chapters of a book. Self-care. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just, I feel like we get more done in the evenings. Yes. Because we're not like sitting on our phones or just watching TV. So, I mean, the house was like a disaster the last few days, but. An absolute tornado. <laughs> tornado. And Liz smoked me in rummy. It's a card game. Oh, yeah. That was fun. She slaughtered me. <laughs> it's up to 500 and the score was like 380 something to zero. So I just said, good night. I love you. No. Don't talk to me for the rest of the night. <laughs> no. I know you're like, I'm so tired. Let's go to bed. I'm like, whatever. That was a complete slaughter. That doesn't happen very often anymore. Um, but yeah, I think just finding that you do have time to get things done. Because that's like something even for myself. And now I'm realizing in the morning um, that I could get more done. So I might even do like, besides like sending you the good morning text or whatever, like no phone the first hour that I wake up. That would be huge. Because I feel like I'm just like slow. I check my email so many times a day. And I remember Is anything time sensitive? Sometimes. Usually not. But I remember reading part of this book on a plane because Southwest would like offer, um, they'd have like parts of books that you could read for free on their like Wi-Fi or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was ooh, something about saving time. But okay. basically this lady was like, you check your email at 10 a.m., and sit and do everything you need to do. You check your email at 3 p.m. and sit and do everything you need to do. And that's it. Like when people email you between 5 p.m. and 7 a.m., they don't need an answer. Like they don't need, like, especially like with work that I do. And if it's something urgent, they'll message me. You know, like it's, if they're like, hey, you forgot to upload this thing and your podcast comes out tomorrow. Like, yes, yes. (laughs) The editor will text me and be like, yo. (laughs) Yeah. You messed up. We need this right now. Yeah. So um, I'm like, I check my email way too much. and But then I also avoid it. I'm doing nothing with it. I delete the junk. And then I'm like, oh, I need to reply to this. I need to reply to that. Two weeks go by. I don't. It's because I, I hate doing it on my phone too. Like I don't like checking emails on my phone. Mm-hmm. So if I were to just not check my email in the morning and waste time doing that, it's like, hey, how about when you put Jovi down for her nap, open your computer, do your emails, set a timer. If I sat there for 30 minutes, I would get everything done I needed to get done in my email. And I would get caught up within like a week or two on like the last 10 years of emails. <laughs> Legit though. 
Right. It's amazing how much time we waste because we're so glued to these things. And we're it's it's all become so mindless that production has gone so far down. And that's that's the thing too. I, we talked about in the last episode that the dog ate and that's legit. That, legit the dog ate that I was episode. like I was like, Oh shoot, I have twenty minutes to get tomorrow's day set up because I had I had forgotten and it was like six forty. So instead of texting, I just called whoever I needed to call. I got clear and concise answers. It was a two-minute phone call, but usually it would be like a 30-minute texting conversation because it takes people longer to respond or whatever. Right. And but then if communication. you call, they pick up. Dude, it was like, it was beautiful. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, look how it fit. And then it was more personable too. Instead of texting, you're, you're actually hearing a voice. and Right. You know, it was. it's just a better way, in my opinion, and I think my opinion is fact right now. <laughs> I think it's just a better way to live. It, it's, there's no... I love it. Yeah. I, I like this is something I'm going to continue to do after seven. Nothing. And I, I like watching sports. So I might make an exception for live sports. Well, we, we were talking like maybe we would bring back TV. Well, because even that one night, um, we were like, it'd be nice. I mean, Jovi was down. We had had a crazy weekend with her birthday. And we're like, it'd be nice to just cuddle on the couch and watch a movie. Cruella, like, right? That's yeah, what, yeah. We, I still want to see that. Yeah um and we're like could we like should we and we ended up playing a card game with my sister but um i feel like if you're and connecting, we had so much fun playing cards that we would not have had watching the movie right but i feel we like we laughed so hard we're the type of people though babe oh also this last week we went on our first date in seven months mm-hmm. and we didn't pick up our phones at all and your mom was at home babysitting Jovi. And normally I'd be like, is she okay? Tell me when she's down, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, none of this is urgent. Like if your mom needs something, she's going to call us. Right. Um, and when we get home, I can be like, hey, what time did she fall asleep? You know, like I didn't yeah, need to can, be on yeah. my phone. We've Which we're ser- pretty good at when we're out on dates. We're not on our phones. Ever. Um, but it was nice. I mean, we went on a date night, a weeknight date night. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and it was nice. And your mom said Jovi was an angel, which makes me feel so good. Which she always is when people watch her. I know. It's always like, I don't know. She she's sleeps so much better for them, too. Like, your mom put her down and she slept seven hours. Yeah. She hasn't slept seven hours straight since she was two months old. Yeah, she's got so. we We got it. We have to figure something out. She has attachment to me. Issues. And then we're like doing the cried out method. And they're like, well, don't let her do it. Don't let her cry for more than an hour. She cried for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Because we were just so exhausted. We're like, screw it. You're crying. Like, we can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then she just sat there crying two and a half hours. And I was like, wow, you got some will. Yeah. But so then I finally just breastfed her and she went right to sleep. Yeah. However, there's someone I know, sister, who was like, listen, the next two or three days is going to suck, but it's going to be the best for the rest of my life. And it was all it was like seven hours for two days in a row where the kid just cried and then day three slept i know i just i'm not sure how i feel about it yeah we've had these oh, conversations yeah. I, don't, I don't know either also but the kids are the kids are grown now and they're fine i get it i get it but also we were like hey one night we're like okay is she crying because she just wants soothed and she just wants to nurse to be soothed or is she legitimately hungry so you went in there with a bottle and she chugged it. 
Yeah, that's the hard part. Because we, we I'm need like, to, we need she... to fatten her up before she falls asleep, <laughs> just so we know she's fed. But we know she's thing. clean. I'm always offering her food and snacks. Um, like and today, we gave her a bottle and a half or something before bed. She drank five ounces of a bottle. So hopefully, we'll see. Maybe and she'll she nursed. Maybe she'll sleep longer. So, um, so this I don't is know. off topic. This is off topic. I know. What I wanted to talk about was what what we were talking about before we started, which was silence because mm, mm-hmm. i we were talking should we incorporate maybe a movie night after this month's up or should we what is music allowed and i was saying there's got to be something to having no input like just natural hearing breathing hearing talking hearing things that are happening mm-hmm. and not necessarily music or um a movie mm-hmm. like there's got to be something and then you were saying so Thomas Merton is awesome. Um, when I used to be way better at like <laughs> reading and journaling and uh, just doing a lot of self-care stuff that way, uh, I read a lot of his quotes and a lot of people that I read quoted him. And he spoke a lot about silence and he's like a spiritual leader guy, but he, a couple things that he said, like one of them is, People will speak about nothing just to not be in silence. And um, and then there was another one that he said something about like how basically we can't stand to be in silence because that's when things happen. Um, and that was a huge thing for me when I was um, in Africa and when I was recovering from my eating disorder, I was in silence there. Like I had music, but that was it. Like once Eva went home, and I was there by myself. Um, I was there by myself for like a month. And we didn't have a TV. We didn't, you know, you, you yeah. can't stream Netflix really there. Right. Um, I couldn't just call my family up. I would go to work. And when I'd come home, I had the downloaded music that was on my phone. Mm. And that's it. So there was a lot of silence. And that really forced me to face a lot of things because I could not run. Yeah. I could not drown it out. Once you've heard the same song a hundred times, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the songs I listened to, I had like a worship playlist on and I would just like listen to it and pray and, and search for healing in my life from the heartbreak I had been through and through my eating disorder. And like, um, that's like, I just ended up in so much silence. And so, for me, that's where tons of healing came. And I was like, wow, there really is something to this. Mm. Like there's really something to disconnecting. And and it was awesome. And I've craved that. I remember when I went back home, um, I ended up, I think it was after, after I came to the conference in Chicago, maybe. I don't remember. Anyways, at one point I ended up just renting a cabin or a hotel room up at Mount Charleston for um, a night or two. And I'm like, I'm just going to um, completely unplug because it's it's needed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since then I've craved it. Like, I don't feel like I'd want to unplug from you. But like, if we went somewhere as a family, it would be awesome to just be like, here's the landline number <laughs> if you need to get a hold of us. Right. Or like only call in case of an emergency. And that's it. Like, mm-hmm. we're here for a week. We're just going to enjoy the outdoors, enjoy each other, play games, 
cook together as a family, explore nature together as a family. I feel like that's so, there's something so healing and connecting, not just for your family, but even spiritually and physically, like you can hear your body. Yeah. I could hear my body being like, heal me, you know, like you need to do these things in order for me to be okay. Mm -hmm. I could feel what my body was craving, you know, and, and that's, that's really cool. And I haven't had that in seven years, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So, and think about like, we're just really, really there's challenges from seven to nine because we'll go to bed at nine 30 or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's really, it's only two hours and it feels this good. Right. You know? And I think that's why when people do go camping or they are in a place that has no little service and they come back after a week, they do feel so refreshed because I'm sure a lot of it is nature. And I think a lot of it too is being disconnected from artificial input. Right. And uh, speaking of silence, when I was in college, oh, I remember this like it was yesterday. I was reading Eckhart's Toll. Um, A New Earth? The one before it. Um, the Power of Now. The Power of Now. Okay. So I'm reading it, and it's one of those books, if you've ever read it, it's one of those books that you read a page at a time. I mean, you read every book a page at a but time. But you have to like reread But it. you have to reread every page twice. You're like, wait. So <laughs> it, it took me, and it still only took me like a week to get through because I have loved it. And a part of the book, so he's talking about the power of now and each moment, don't worry about the past, don't worry about the future, blah, 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 blah. However, there's a section in the book where he talks about silence. Mm -hmm. And then he talked about listening to silence. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to butcher how he explained it. Yeah. But at, at some point he describes how to listen to silence and how to listen to things that are coming out of silence so i read i read this page like four times and i'm sitting downtown chicago in my apartment and i was on like a busier street and i remember being like my mind was blown so i'm sitting alone in the apartment i remember sitting in it was actually that chair Mm -hmm. and um oh no i lied it was a recliner alex had a recliner and i remember being like holy shit i'm listening to silence right now and then I heard a car drive by, but I heard it. I heard the noise coming out of the silence. <laughs> this sounds crazy, <laughs> but I started like, I started like vibrating, and then the room was like vibrating. It was almost like I was hallucinating, and it was like 8 p.m. It wasn't super late. I wasn't on drugs, but I felt high, mm-hmm. like a genuine high, mm-hmm. just because I was listening to silence. Because you're so tuned in. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Mm-hmm. Wild, wild, wild. Um I got to read that book again. I've never read it. But there is there like there like the, there's got to be something there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like why would why would I like be vibrating and why would the room be like the room just got so vivid. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. I remember learning something about that when I was trying to do some meditation stuff. Because it wasn't even meditating. I read, I read it. I read it. Right. I put the book down in my lap and I was like, listen to the silence, Vito. And I'm like kind of listening. It took two minutes. Mm -hmm. 
And then I was like, whoa. And then like the, I was like, what is going on? And then Alex had walked in and I was laughing. He was like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, bro, you got to listen to the silence, man. I'm like, this. he's like, you are tripping. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I think he said I was an idiot. And then um, whatever. Right. But the meditation thing I was doing was similar, though, because I've always had a hard time of like, OK, you have to think about nothing, think about nothing, think about nothing. And then you learn to kind of welcome everything. Mm. And then it talked about the silence like the sounds that you hear in the silence and like very very similar well the idea is that there is no sound without silence Mm -hmm. right like just like there is no light without darkness or vice versa Mm -hmm. so when you're listening to things from the, the the core of silence like silence is everything almost and then everything you hear is just coming out of it Mm mm-hmm it's just a it's a different way to think about it. It's a different way to look at something, and it really, and it changed my perspective. And it kind of just like, I, I felt really high. <laughs> I was like super happy and like yeah. laughing, and that could be because maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's possible. I don't think so. But I don't think so. I think I'm alright. Um, yeah, I do feel like there's something really to silence. And everybody listening, look up Thomas Merton. Just Google Martin. Thomas Merton and silence. Merton? Merton. Or M- Martin. Merton. M-E-R-T-O-N. Is this like a... Is he a weird guy? No, he's been dead for a long time. Doesn't mean he wasn't weird when he was alive. No, no, not weird. Did he have any cults? No. Okay. No. Cool, I gotta, I gotta look into that. Yeah, I wish I could find the book where it talks about it, but I used to use some of his quotes... Um. And it's really good. I feel like this challenge has been really good that way because, like I said, it's just even made me see that in the morning I could be so much more productive. Mm -hmm. That I could not touch my phone for an hour and just enjoy Jovi. Yeah. Which is what life is all about. Right. I need to check my phone. So what are you, um, what are you excited about for the rest of the month? Well, I was hoping that we would start going to bed earlier and we haven't yet. I'm thinking we're going to go to bed right after this. I know, but it's not going to be earlier. Oh yeah. But do do you don't feel like more ready for bed by the time we get to bed? I'm always ready for bed. Yeah. (laughs) It's like one of my most exciting times of day. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to go to bed. I'm so happy. Um, no, I, I would like to be in bed, like falling asleep at nine o'clock. All right. Let's make it a goal. Yeah. That'd be really nice. I like that idea. Because before there would be times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be up on my computer working. But now I usually get most of that stuff during the day done. Mm -hmm. It's very rare. Oh, I had to do that when you were at bowling. I had to send in my podcast stuff, but it took 10 minutes. Yeah. Because it was already uploaded, I just had to write some stuff. So. Well, let let's make it a goal then to to be in bed with the lights off by nine. So it means yeah. like start start at eight thirty, get ready for bed. Mm-hmm. Me at eight because it takes me. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> it doesn't take me an hour. Uh, I think that's a good idea though, because I think a solid night of sleep is extremely important. Well, they say it's like the number one indicator of health. Right, and and which is really really hard. This is going to be a little vent. Like, mm-hmm. it's really, really hard as a mom 
when like all these things are like, you need to get your rest, you need to get your rest, you need to get your rest. And you're like, my baby wakes up four times a night. Like, I don't know what you want from me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I do, sometimes I nap when she naps, but at the same time, like I have work to get done. There's a lot of moms who work, who can't nap during the day, Mm -hmm. but they're still getting up with their kids at night. You know, so sometimes it's almost like hard for me to hear that when it's like, because I know that I know that your body heals when you're sleeping, your body recovers when you're sleeping. It's so important for you. That helps balance your hormones. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, there is nothing I can do about this. Like I'm doing the best that I can. Trust me. I want more sleep, but yeah, you know, like, and what am I supposed to do? Women live longer than men. Yeah. You know, I do think there is something special about, moms like even even you like as a woman you something changed when you became a mom oh a thousand percent i think hormonally or chemically something in my non-medical opinion something in moms specifically changes that makes them makes their body and their health like okay with the lack of sleep well, that was something that we talked about because remember I was really scared because yeah. I'm like, I do not function off no sleep. Like I can't do it. And I remember the first couple of weeks were so hard and I had a lot come up for me because I'm, I was, I mean, those first couple of weeks you're exhausted just yeah. even from giving birth. And then with Jovi and the NICU, I just, I was setting my alarm at home to wake up and pump every few I hours. That, yeah. And then we were trying to be at the NICU every chance we could. So there wasn't tons of downtime um not a lot of rest and then once we brought her home you know there's that worry and just everything that goes with it so um and I just remember hitting a point where I'm like I am not sleeping the way that I would like to but somehow I'm still functioning highly functioning too Right. Not like, like, I not feel like, like dragging like, around. You weren't like a zombie. You were, you're highly functioning. Right. I'm like, I still find a way to get certain things done. And I mean, obviously there's weeks or days that are better than others, but, um, but yeah, I'm like, how, how do you do it? Like, and you just do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what people would tell me before. They're like, you just do it. And I'm like, no, but how you, you don't understand. Like I need my sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, here I am over a year later, just doing it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and doing it well. Thanks babe. It's, yeah. I'm doing and th- all right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I could, I don't know how successful single dads are at, at, at maintaining that kind of sanity. I bet it's similar. Like if you had, if I died right after Jovi was born and you were up giving her bottles every few hours and taking care, you would just do it. Yeah. Would I, would I sustain the level of sanity that you have had though? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's possible. I think so. It's possible. Cause then you also would develop like a different connection. You're her life source then. Maybe that's it because right now she don't even look at me. She doesn't. She doesn't want to kiss me for anything. This is it's new, though. She was like so cuddly and kiss, like well, kissing tonight, with you. Tonight, and then when I was feeding her her bottle and she was snuggling next to me. I'm like, see, Jovi, this is really nice. We could do this every night if you wanted to. <laughs> and then she got up and left. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, she's just been, was like being too pushy. But last night she was kissing all the strangers. So 
There was no strangers. There was there. people that she didn't really know yeah, that much. We were we my town had like a Septemberfest thing tonight, and we were leaving, and I I just kind of put it's a small town, so it's it wasn't like crazy busy, but I put her I put her down, and she's walking around. And usually, like, when kids get too far from the parents, they'll turn around. You know, like, they feel it. Mm-hmm. She didn't turn around once. No, and just waving at waving, strangers. Waving, walking up to people, you know, like, oh, hi. Oh, yeah, you like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when is she going to turn around? She knows we're not here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was yeah, even yeah. like, Jovi over here. And she's like, eh. She's like, I'm going to go this way. But you guys can go that way. I'll go this way. Right. Super but Last night we were at Vito's parents' house, though. There was, like, a a big thing for the September fest. So they had some people over and there were some like aunts, uncles and cousins and a couple people she just doesn't really see very often. Or maybe mm. she's seen once or twice and she was giving everyone kisses good night. So yeah, she's very loving and happy and I love her she's so much. She's such a lover. Yeah. I know she hasn't been kissing you as much lately, but there's going to be that day, babe, where she's going to be like, no, I want Papa. And I'm going to be like, what? Maybe. I hope so. It would feel good. Let me show you your labor video and then. <laughs> and she'd be like, look, Papa was there the whole time. He's such a good dad. <laughs> Very true. What are you looking forward to the rest more, of the month? More of this. Mm-hmm. I think just. Uh, more of what? More of real life. Mm-hmm. More of uh, More of the boring stuff. You know? I miss it. Yeah. And I think, um, but more, the thing is, it's not games. even like actually boring. You. It's actually very fulfilling. No, like, right. So even tonight, I was like, oh shoot, I turn on the TV, you know, while I was vacuuming and cleaning. And then I was like, why do you think that you de- need this? And then I didn't. And then it was just a good time. I cleaned and vacuumed and. But also, why have the TV on while you're vacuuming? It's not like you're sitting and watching it. No, right. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. just look up every once in a while and see mm-hmm. what's going on. Right. If there's a sports game or something on or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at the score. Oh, okay. Go back. Or, like, I would just carry my phone with me and... Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I did with friends today. I started folding laundry, so I just turned on friends. Right. Unneeded. I don't know. I feel like I needed it today. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to... Um, I just feel as if something's happening in my brain. That's good. That's nice. So I'm hoping that that uh, that continues, and I don't know. The thing that I'm worried about is that I'm loving it, and I'm afraid that I'm gonna want it more. You're just gonna become like no phones. Yeah, I'm not afraid of that. I'm more like, am I gonna? Are we gonna like move to the woods? Because I love this. But I don't want to live a life like that either. I think there's a good balance. Yeah. I mean, if you want to move to the woods, I would. Yeah. No, I I don't want to. I think it would be really nice to have a place in the woods. Right. To be able to go and disconnect. Yeah. Which we're we're looking. Um, Man, I was going to say something and now it just slipped my mind. I apologize. Oh, my goodness. The dog ate your thoughts. I guess. (laughs) Um, Oh, I would really like to get a landline still. I I guess. It was your idea before. I know, but the more I think of it, the more like... 
Because I want to just shut we can get a, a my land. phone off at night. I like completely. that. I like, like that. I just want to be able to shut the phone off. But what it would only literally be like emergency then because right. nobody's going to call us. However, my fear is that all these scammers that call us all the time are just going to call the, land, the landline. It's going to be off. It's going to be nonstop ringing because they just look up numbers. They don't. Oh, that's annoying. You know what I'm saying? How do you? Unless there's a way. I mean, if you're asking people if they have landlines, I'm going to say zero people listening have landlines. Man. Yeah. Is there a way to get a landline? That like filters that stuff. Or. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We could look into it. I'd be down with that. Or, I mean, even maybe just put our phones in a different room. Like I've read a lot about that, too. I'm fine with that. I just have to get an alarm clock. Yeah. Because I have an alarm, which I used to have an alarm that with the bells on top. And it would oh, go my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then I would s- like slam it. You have to flick a switch in the back. It was super old school. And sometimes when I was super tired, I couldn't get the switch. So then I would just put my finger in between the bells and the little hammer thing would just be hitting my fingers mm-hmm. <laughs> until I could find the switch. Oh, my God. It was so loud. Because I had a Nickelodeon alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Did you know, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, how did it go? Oh, it was so obnoxious. I'll, f- I'll figure it out and I'll sing it for you the next episode. But it was so obnoxious and it was so funny. But uh, I was like, I'm 15 now. I can't have a Nickelodeon alarm clock. So I got an old school one. The digital? No. It was analog. It was the hands. Hmm. And then when it hit a certain, so it was three, it was three hands, right? It was the hour hand, the minute hand, and then the alarm hand. I would just spin it to a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And then when it hit it, obviously the hammer would go and hit the bells. Yeah. I loved it. It was like 10 bucks. Nice. Yeah. I've, uh, one thing I've been doing on my phone, uh, which is easier like when I'm not on call is like just putting it on airplane mode for a while. Um, also because we're not supposed to be like connected to like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and like babe, (laughs) I can't speak Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and everything all the time. You know what I mean? Like that can't be great for you either. I have no idea. There's such thing as EMF radiation. All those little stickers that you bought. Yeah. That I threw away. Whatever. Um, but there is. It's been linked to a lot of things. It's a mm-hmm. toxin just like everything else in our environment. Infertility. So whatever, babe. You're so ridiculous. Liz comes to me with a noose. Ow. Biatch. I'm sorry. Babe, that hurts. Pull my leg here with your toes. That You're making fun nice. of me. Yeah, that's what I do. Well, that's what so I do. So she'll come to me oh, every week with a new study about what causes infertility. No, I don't. And it'll be like, babe, did you know the butter at the movie theaters that they put in popcorn? This is, linked? you are being, <laughs> you're just annoying me now. We're going to go. Because none of this is true. <coughs> I come to you with different studies. I know, I'm lying. That was a lie. Rarely about infertility. That was a lie. I'm just kidding. You're so annoying right now. 
I love you, though. You're making me sound like I'm a crazy person. No. I think everybody knows you're a crazy person. I, I was just lying about the severity. I always say, well, studies show this and studies show that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's what I said this week. I go, I'm going to put that on your tombstone. Study show. <laughs> um, yeah, but all the studies that that I do are they're about everything birthing though yeah no uh, yeah well you have a lot about just random stuff too yeah health stuff so what do the studies show about technology I, we have to look it up but i know i mean i've read tons of articles about how blue light before bed affects sleep yeah and how that is not good you're supposed to give yourself i think at least 30 minutes preferably like an hour or two before bed to just turn everything off because that also affects your melatonin production. Mm -hmm. Did we talk about the melatonin thing last episode or in the first one? The first, I think. Are you sure? Yeah. How, it, if it's affecting your melatonin, it might affect your breast milk. Yeah. And then we were going to look it up and then I don't think we ever did. Mm -mm. Oh no, we talked about that last episode that we, that hydrate. So my question was, if melatonin affects cortisol, the stress hormone in your life. No, blue light melatonin doesn't affect cortisol i don't know what i just blue said blue light yeah, yeah, yeah. affects your melatonin production and your cortisol levels right so if, it, if that's affecting your body would that translate into the breast milk and then right. are you translating that into whomever is drinking that breast milk i.e right moi. okay <laughs> um right because i was saying they say that your natural melatonin production begins around 4 p.m mm-hmm um, and newborn babies don't produce their own melatonin. So if I'm messing up my own melatonin production, then how is then that? The baby's not getting it. Right. Like someone should do a study on this. Some, but this is like, important stuff because think about, especially for new moms, when you are tired because your baby's not going to sleep, you, you just go on your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, my sometimes it is a survival tactic because I remember right. talking about that too. Because when you're not used to staying up and you're sitting there nursing forever and you're so exhausted and it's dangerous to fall asleep in a rocking yeah. chair, yeah, 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 I would do something. Well, you know? my my parents would say that when they when they were in our phase, they would stay up playing Tetris on the Game Boy to try to stay up, and then they would try to beat each other's high score. Mm-hmm. So it, it is, it's a thing, but now instead of having like a Game Boy, you would have uh, your phone. Right. So I'm not, you know, I, I would say put the phone down, but it is more, and it's got to be more dangerous to fall asleep. So it's like, you got to do what you got to do, but also but there's got to be an effect. Once you get used to it though, like now when Jovi wakes up in the middle of the night, I n never bring my phone in there with me. Mm -hmm. Ever. I don't remember when I stopped doing it, but I usually check the time. And see how long she slept. Yeah. Um, but that's it. I never like go in there to nurse her and bring my phone with me because I'm like I'm not gonna sit there and scroll. Right. While like while I'm nursing her. Right. So. Because I want to yeah. be able to nurse Someone her and do go a study right back on to that. sleep. I'd be very interested to see that. That would be maybe we just saved. We are the world. We are the children. We. You know what song I'm singing? No. Michael Jackson put together like this. Oh yeah. Medley of singers. Yeah. For a, a fundraiser, I don't know if he did it, but he was in it. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. 
Good singer. Have you heard of him? Oh my gosh. You don't like him though. Don't get me started on Michael Jackson. I don't like him as a person either, but you don't like his music. I, there's a couple good songs. I didn't grow up on it like you did. Also, we watched the documentary on our honeymoon. Which was such a weird thing to watch on a honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Finding Neverland or whatever. Horrible, man. Horrible, horrible stuff. Yeah. Music is undeniable, though. So, I just... It's just like how people don't want to support... Who's the other guy? R. Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, but I Believe I Can Fly is an undeniable song. <laughs> it is. You know, it's like... I don't know. Horrible, I, horrible person. I remember one time I posted on my Instagram that my mind is telling me no about my body. And it was like me showing ice cream <laughs> or something. Telling me yes. And people were like, we don't support R. Kelly. I'm like, oh my gosh. But do you support ice cream? I don't support <laughs> him either, but I just thought it was funny. <laughs> like I don't, I know hardly any of his songs. Didn't, besides didn't I pay R. Play. Kelly to, to use this song. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, excited w- for this next week. Yeah. Same. Also, uh, it's good going back to silence when we were on our date. Um, there was a time where I was like, so what's new? And you're like, you don't have to ask questions because you know, like you don't have to worry about it being silent. I'm like, I actually enjoy not saying anything. Like yeah. I enjoy your company, not saying anything, not on our phones. That's what I said. I'm like, we don't have to like, let's just enjoy each other's company. I just you're felt like, bad because so you're, you're always like, what's always, up? And yeah, I'm like, in the way you said it, it would just, I'm like, well, because okay. you're always like, we're never on dates. So I'm like, we're on a date. We're eating. It's a beautiful the way you restaurant. Said it was like awkward as in like, I know, like but I didn't know, date. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> and I was like, I'm fine with sitting here in silence. But I, I thought I didn't want to let you down. No. And I was like, babe, we can just enjoy each other's company. You don't yeah. have to say anything. <laughs> But then natural conversation came up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it felt forced when you were saying it to me. So I'm like, just don't talk. <laughs> I was like, so. But then the natural conversation any, came up in the place we went. Got was any siblings? So cute. Oh yeah. My gosh. Well, it we was, have to it go brought back me there. back to my childhood for sure. It was like an old school Italian restaurant. It made me feel like I was at an Italian restaurant in New York. Yeah. It was really good food too. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we definitely have to go back. If you're if you're thinking about having kids or you, or you have kids, read the book Raising Lions. It's really good. I think the subtitle is the com- um compassionate discipline. Mm-hmm. And it's so 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 good. But it talks about like really curing almost anxiety in kids and breeding um confidence as well as discipline and uh i'm loving it i gotta talk to this guy we got i gotta get a hold of him i gotta write him a letter or something because i want i want him to coach me because mm-hmm. uh you know <sighs> kids these days <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i just i don't know i don't get it I, w- I just wouldn't let my daughter wear that. And I feel like it's, I mean, there's like definitely the sense of like, I want you to be able to express yourself and be your own person. But like when you're 14, 15 years old, there's no reason to be dressing this way. Going out in public. No. And also if you want to express yourself like you are a sexual being or whatever, there's ways to do it appropriately. 
Yeah. There was a lot of groups of like young girls walking around with like crop tops on and whatever. Yeah. So I I knew I, a, I knew it. a guy. I don't know how we got on this topic, but I knew a guy who was a uh, needed needed to express himself in air quotes. Very artistic individual. In air quotes, I use that too. And this person was doing things and drawing things and whatever that he knew would make people upset. But he would do it in the disguise of, I'm just expressing myself, you can't be upset. And I actually told him to take a hike. Because I was like, I know what you're doing. And you're an asshole. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of gave me the, the BS... I'm just expressing. I'm like, I don't express yourself to yourself then. Because you know what you're doing is wrong. And you're just doing it for the attention. Right. For the reaction. Yeah. And uh, that's, in my opinion, it was just bad parenting. <laughs> uh, genuinely. Because yeah. the parents saw it and didn't say anything. And I'm like, why am I saying something? Yeah. Why am I, you know. The kid was like my age. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird when I see blatant, and obviously I'm not a perfect parent. We won't be. But like when you see blatant disrespect, it's like why is nobody stepping in? Like why aren't the parents doing something? Mm-hmm. Like we all know this is disrespectful. Everyone here knows this is a disrespectful thing to do or say. Yet nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And it just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I, I always say, though, like, you're such a disciplinarian, but, like, in a good way. And I, I even remember, like, when we first started hanging out, like, we'd all be at your parents' house and you'd be the one, like, putting all the kids in timeout. <laughs> like, you'd be the one disciplining everybody's kids, um, which was, like, reassuring to me because I'm, like, at least, like he's doing it <laughs> well it's not even and it's making me sound like i'm a fun hater it's not no, even you're not at all but you're just you're and very my siblings are good parents it, it's for me and they're more of like oh they're just kids for me it's like it it it's important for me because i know that when the time comes if they're not trained in listening it can be dangerous I understand right now it's not, and they're just messing around. They're no, being right kids. now it still can be because they're at an age where Eliz Elizabeth ran in the street. That's when what she was I'm here. saying. She's old enough to know, and she's she's gonna be four. The, and what what or I'm no, she's what gonna I'm be five. What I'm saying is she's gonna be five. What I'm saying is like at the pool when she wasn't listening. Right. You have to discipline then, because when the time comes and she goes to run into the street, she'll think of that time. Or when she says, "Hey." When you say, hey, don't run in the street, right. she learned to listen. To listen, right. And when you're like, hey, don't jump in the pool without your floaties on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, there's definitely like, you have to set those boundaries for your kids because it's life-saving. It's protecting. Yeah. And so I feel like you're always the one though, like doing stuff whenever we're at like any events, like with your family and mine. Um, you're like, yeah, I was getting yelled at. <laughs> I was getting yelled at for putting your niece in timeout, but I'm like, who did you get yelled at by? 
I wasn't getting yelled at, but they were like, oh, relax. She's fine. And I'm like, no. Oh, your family was yelling at you. Yeah, yeah. My family was yelling at me. Right. No, Brian. No, Brian. No. Brian and Nikki didn't care. No, no, no. They were like, oh, at least you're doing it. No, they were like, like, man, Vito's strict. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, and then I said that your other brother-in-law was more strict than I am. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, to me, it's more important that she learns to listen than it is for her to like me. Well, right. And especially in circumstances like that, like you're at a pool. It's super dangerous. She doesn't know how to swim. Right. It's very dangerous. And I wasn't even, if she wants to go in without her floaties, I don't care. You just have to talk to me. We have to make eye contact. We have to be on the same page that you're coming in with me. I'll be watching, you know. Mm-hmm. Every kid's got to learn how to swim. But the the not listening thing, it, it scares me because it's so important. Right. And if I say, like, for example, at, at, at a fest, if I say stay by my side and you haven't been trained to listen, you're going to wander off. And then what? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I get stressed just thinking about it. I know. Yeah. So it's true. It is important. But that's also why that book, Raising Lions, is super interesting because it is like a different take to like a lot of things that we've yeah. heard. So. so, just really quick, we could end on this. It, I just want to share this with the team. You guys are part, you guys are the team. He, he, the, the author talks about the three actions that kids take and the five responses that we do as parents and there's um the three actions are basically like kids act because they don't know because it's a malignant action meaning like it there's bad intent or impulsive like they didn't even think about it they They just just did did it it. Mm -hmm. but they know it's not good but they couldn't control it they just like he used the example that the kid screamed out the answer in class without raising his hand because he was excited even Mm -hmm. though he knows you have to raise your hand that's an impulsive right Mm -hmm. he goes 99 percent of actions of of negative actions that kids do are malignant they're they're trying to push their boundaries he goes when it's when it's innocent there's a different words he uses he goes that's when you use an information response that's when you teach the rules Right. So like Jovi is young. He talks about kids from like birth to two or to two years old or whatever. Most of the time it's learning the information, but it's an information response coupled with a consequence response. So as you bring your child to timeout or to a different whatever, you're teaching them the rules and why this consequence is happening. So you're still giving a consequence. Not at birth or one year. No, 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 right. no. Right, right, right. That's still w- like right. When they're, when they're learning, when they're learning. Right. And then he was saying it's vitally important when they do know the rules to stop explaining the rules. And he right. was, what he says is nowadays you see so much explaining and so much information response, so much of like when you hit, you go in timeout. He says, they know the rules and the more you explain the rules every time the it 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 tells them that you don't think they're capable of remembering or you don't think they're capable you're basically making your kids small Mm -hmm. so when you when you know that they know the rules no more information response you just have consequence response hitting equals timeout they know that so when they hit Say nothing, put them in timeout. Mm-hmm. Go sit in that chair for two minutes. 
I'll get you when you're done. Oh, why, why, why? Nothing. Go sit in the chair. And then you are there, you're pre, you're showing them that you know that they know and that if they don't know, they can also figure it out. So you're empowering them. You're actually giving them more confidence that they're smart enough to figure out. And he goes, I would, he goes, I would, with the kids that he teaches, if they don't know the rules, but he thinks that they're smart enough to, he goes 99 out of a hundred times. If after they do their timeout or whatever, you go up to them and say, why did I put you here? Or I'll give you a hundred dollars. If you can tell me why I put you in timeout, he goes 99 out of a hundred times, they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. So these kids are smart enough. They know what's wrong. They know what's, you know, mm-hmm. unacceptable. And even if you don't explain to them what was unacceptable, they can figure it out. And he said it's a very it's a very powerful tool to helping empower your kids, actually. And, you're, you know, because it's showing them that you think that they're smart enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was huge because I see it where everyone's like, we don't do this. We I right, and you, you know that they times. know. Like, it's like don't yeah. hit, don't don't. Or hit, like my yeah. one nephew is like, "What did I do? What did I do?" And then sometimes, my brother will say, "You know what you did," or or whatever, and kind of go back and forth. And I, you can see my nephew's manipulating the situation to not go into timeout longer. He's dragging on the right, going to right. timeout. Like, right, but then sometimes my brother's like, "Just sit down," mm-hmm. you know, and then. Mm-hmm doesn't play the game right so it's super interesting to me this stuff is like fascinating i love well, it's this fascinating stuff. because you're reading about it and then you're watching the people around you parents so you're mm-hmm. seeing things played out and i hope i can implement it well because i mean i <laughs> remember after you started reading the book there was like a situation that happened and you're like oh i can see the the threat the threat the threat the threat and no follow through on this thing or whatever it is you know mm-hmm. so you can see like how it affects the situation yeah it was really funny with my youngest nephew. He's like just getting to the point where he's kind of learning how to push his boundaries. He's still super young. No, he knows how to push the boundaries. Well, right. So there was like three days in a row I saw him and he loves to talk back, but he's not talking back. He's more, yeah, but. Sort, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like uh-huh. he's not like, oh, give him a lip, but he's like, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. So I went to go put him in timeout and I can tell he was ready to give me a rebuttal and I would interrupt them and be like, don't talk, don't say anything, you know? And then he would like go to, and then we kind of like, we're laughing, but he didn't talk. And then he sat in timeout and didn't talk and then came out and explained to me what he did wrong. And when I went playing, but, and my brother was laughing, he's like, you kind of got to, you know, cause he was reading the book too. And then I'm like, no, dude, like he knows what he's doing. He's manipulating Mm -hmm. the conversation. I'm like, you got to squash it. I don't know. I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. I just know that you can't go back and forth. Right. You know? Right. That's the hard part. But it'll be, I think I'm excited to be a parent. Like the parenting part. Now it's fun, but I'm excited to be like a parent and see how bad I mess up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not excited to see that part. I mean, I think like through everything that like you read and learn, like obviously you take the parts that you really agree with and there's going to be things that you change and you tweak. Well, and also you got to take the parts that you see work or don't work with your kid. Right. Right. Each kid's different. Each situation's different. And Mm -hmm. 
We'll see. I'm excited. I, th- I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be very challenging. Oh, absolutely. Like in your own mind. I think like the thing that I've learned the most, and then we'll wrap this up just from like some of the accounts that I follow that I don't necessarily agree with all of their methods or things that they say. Um, because I've, I notice it with Hutch, but obviously it's different with a dog because I yell at him all the time because he steals Jovi's toys and destroys things. Um, but like for me, I think the huge thing is not disciplining and anger and you staying calm. Mm. And I think that that's like going to be the big challenge for me is like not letting anything like build up than just being like, ah, you know, or just mm. like they yell and you match them and yell back. Like you can't discipline in anger. You have to stay the calm and be like, okay, you're done, you know, or yeah, almost matter of factly. Yeah. Right. It, this is matter of fact. This is a rule. Right. This is life. But Rules. like not letting yourself get, I just, I don't want to discipline in anger because I know for me it's like Which when I'm I sure get frustrated will. or angry. Right. I'm, we're all going to yeah. mess up. Um, but I feel like that that was something that, that I've like just learned through some parenting things that I follow and see. And it's like just some good, like regulating type tools as a parent. And I do think that you can mitigate that by not being distracted. Oh, not being distracted is a huge thing. Because then you're, you're hearing the yapping or the yelling. You're just like, shut up. Right. But you're distracted. So you're not even like seeing what's really even going on. Right, right, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. Then all of a sudden, your kid's like, mom, 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 yeah. mom. What? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, if you would have answered me the first time instead of being on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So, yeah. I that's why like I love that this good. challenge. I think it's I think it's a good practice to start now. And also, I think, uh, I think, I think we're starting to trend. I think a lot of people have reached out and said they want to do it and they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are having a hard time getting their partners on board. Which is, which sucks. I think that's that's heartbreaking. Because I feel like if I was sitting here not on my phone, but you were on yours, I would want to take my phone and chuck it at you. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I, I would still encourage whoever is in that position to just do it yourself. I, you'll ben, you know, you will benefit, and maybe your partner will see the change and want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and I'm stuff. really gonna go for the not the first hour of the day. Besides, like texting you. Hell yeah. Said a lot of curse words on this podcast so far. Today. Fired up, babe. <laughs> um, Feeling good. So yeah, I think that first hour of the day would be really important for me because I noticed like we just kind of lollygag in the morning, which is fine to take your time, but I would like to get Jovi breakfast a little bit earlier and just like start things a little bit earlier in the morning. Yeah, build a routine. You say you thrive off routine. Do it. Do yeah, it. Yeah, my routine is to lollygag in the morning. Make my way downstairs. Then lollygag when she's <laughs> sleeping and then lollygag at night. No, babe. Do it. You make it sound like I do nothing, that all I do is just lo- lollygag all the time. No. Yes. That's no. how you make it lollygag all that's the time. That's what I just said. But yeah. That's not how I make it seem. Hey, but that's how it makes me feel. And you know that it pisses me off because it's a trigger for me. We'll get fired up. No. Apologize. Fired up. No. Apologize. Apologize for what? I always tell you. I always tell you how awesome you are. Yeah, until we're on the podcast, then you're like, all you do is lollygag. Bull. All you do is lollygag around. Bull. Our house is a disaster. Liz you is a mess. To, you need to listen to the podcast. Because mm-hmm. you'll see, I'm always like, Liz is the best. Yeah, Liz is I, so she's sexy. the best, but she's a disaster and just lollygags. Hey, you could be both. Y- yeah. 
What? That's bad? You can be super productive and also look like No, that's a fine, but you've never once said that I've I'm a productive human being. That is such a lie. That is such a lie. Okay. No. Listen back to no, all the no, episodes. No. no, no. Say that it's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. Earlier this episode, you did say that I do continue to function on no sleep and I do it well. Highly function. But then. What does that say? But then you always just make like slight handed comments and you know that I hate that. It was a joke because you said that. I you don't lolly- like those jokes you, and you know you that. You said you lollygag in the morning. I don't like those jokes and you know that. Okay. Well, I apologize. They trigger me and they make me mad because I already feel like I'm failing as a mom when I don't have the laundry folded and when I don't have the house picked up. And All the laundry's done. Yeah. But and you put it away. It was literally here for a week and there's still a basket upstairs. The laundry was unfolded in the living room for well, a week. Well, guess what? We only worry about today and today you put it away okay. and it's done. But you know that that like triggers I, me. I know. I'm sorry. I'm okay. You're forgiven. Because. We make out really quick. After no, we're done recording, like, get out of here. Uh, I love you. Yeah, literally this episode, I said you are highly functioning with no sleep. What does highly functioning mean? Not productive? Come on. I don't know. <sighs> woman, woman, woman. Yeah, and then all you have to do is say that one thing, and it just pisses me off. I'm sorry. I apologize. I know. Don't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) I take it back. I take it back. At least not on the podcast. We can have conversations off of it. It was a joke. I understand. Okay. Good. And you understand that it pisses me off when you joke like that. Yeah, I haven't done it in a while, so I forgot. Mm -hmm. I haven't done it in a while. Okay. But it was funny. We also haven't podcasted in a while. When we were playing cards and I was making jokes. Oh my gosh. It was so funny. We guys, were laughing so hard. Guys, I'm telling you, without technology, when you just sit and like play games or you just like are able to have silly conversations because you're not distracted with your phone, the funniest things come out. Me and my sister Nikki were laughing so hard at Vito being such I, a dork. I was laughing. Yeah, Nikki's like, I, I just question every time I come here, why do I even come here? It's like for she, this entertainment. Yeah, come really. on. Free entertainment. Because it's the best. Everybody who stays with us for more than two days leaves saying, you guys need a TV show. <laughs> you guys really need a TV show. I mean, it wouldn't be as entertaining as the Kardashians, but... Right? I think everybody who stayed with us has said that. I feel like just Brooke and Nikki. I, uh, I think he said it too. I doubt it. I don't know. Mm, we should ask her. <laughs> What she thinks. We should take a poll. I don't think we're that exciting. I don't think we're exciting at all. Yeah. I think we're very vanilla, but have the weirdest conversations. <laughs> I think just because we keep it real and like honest and we're just like, you know. No. What? No. I feel like I know a lot of people who are married, but like their conversations aren't like in depth. Or it's not like you can't really tell each other everything. And we do. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. Can you stop? I'm sorry. Um, Um, Yeah, so. Yeah, basically what what we're saying is we got a TV program in the works. (laughs) No, you would hate that. 
cameras following us around. I know. That would be miserable. You don't. Jovi's not even on social media. You want her on TV? No, she wouldn't be on TV. Oh, she wouldn't be in it. Well, you think she's the funny part of our. No. No. No, no, no. Uh, who who would do it? Discovery Channel? No. What do you think? I don't know. Nobody. Con- All right, guys. Country music. Let us know if you're going to join the challenge. It's never too late. What you're liking, what you're not. Sorry, I lost last week's episode. Hutch ate it. Something happened. It literally, it was ghosts or Hutch. Yeah, I'll go through his poop. I'll see if it's in there. I was picking up poop today. Didn't see it. No. Well, maybe it's around here. We'll find it. Either way, we're in week two. I'm loving it. I'm feeling good. I'm fired up. And uh, I'm excited for the rest of the month. And then we're going to come back next week with some uh, studies. Because studies do show things. Mm -hmm. As Liz will tell us. And uh, we'll just learn. We'll learn about how beneficial this is. Mm -hmm. And how beneficial life can be when we're disconnected. Yes. In silence. I'll look up some of Thomas Merton's quotes. Maybe I'll read the passage he talks about listening to silence. Guys, it's wild. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, this is Vito. This is Liz. And we are two lovebirds trying to navigate through life, love, and parenting the best we can. Each month, we take on a new challenge in an attempt to deepen our relationship and spice things up a bit. Join us as we share the lessons we learn from all the bumps in the road we travel on. Welcome to the long haul.